0: I just think he's full of SH1T at times. It's like, you know, quoting Kipling to players it doesn't work, Rudyard Kipling. It's probably Mr. Kipling would have been better. OTV AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTV Sports App.
1: Brian O'Driscoll on Off the Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. It's 80 minutes and you could be devastated or you could be elated. And and so they are um they're they're rarely kind of runaway successes you you, you know even where it's a highly um favored team they it, it, rarely see i think there's a twelve point spread this and and you kind of think over the course of the season that's probably fair on the base of what we've seen but like twelve points in a final seems huge um so you you do you can you can play a bit tighter but you you get the impression that. There's enough experience in this Leinster team. There's enough of kind of youthful enthusiasm and vigor and, and expectation and you know no no real sense of feeling pressure with a lot of those young guns, that Leinster will you know will save one of their best performances of the season for this final. But that's Rogers' job to try and um, to change that and 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 certainly put up a, a big challenge to them. Did you know what pressure
0: was in these games? Can you feel it at certain times? Uh, does it manifest itself, I suppose?
1: Yeah, it like, does. In, 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 in,
0: in, in being able to deal with it, say in the Leicester game or the Northampton game and then in, in other games in your life like the cake tin when it kind of went the other way?
1: Um, yeah, it does. There's, there's, Um. you know, When. Get, when... You know that game against Wales in the semi-final in 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 eleven, we just couldn't ever get ourselves into the game, and it was so frustrating. And in fairness, they were a really good Welsh team that played well. But I think it's the frustration that you know that you you know on your day you have the better of them, but yet it's the it's role reversed. And I think it's very hard to undo that. It's very hard to change the momentum swing, and that's what happened with Leinster last year against La Rochelle They they just. A number of different factors went against them and they just couldn't change in real time and and sort out one or two areas that would have given them a chance to kind of build momentum in other areas and that's ultimately what happened Us in 2012 against northampton you know the simple simple facts were we were knocking the ball on their scrum was significantly superior and as a result, they were keeping the scoreboard ticking over or they were kicking the ball 40, 50 metres down the field and giving themselves great um, territory and, and, and possession from, from line-out, which was working well for them. And then all of a sudden, we literally couldn't get out of this rut until we got to half time. And great words and Johnny spoke and Joe spoke and, and then Johnny went out and scored eight points I probably said I can't rem- specifically yeah. remember I was shell shocked because right. I, I, I was part of the problem you know I'd knocked on one really bad I'd, yeah, I'd run a good line off Shane Horgan and I should have you know I tried to beat Ben Foden and I tried to get an offload away and I knocked it on and you know you s- recycle another phase and you score a try there and I tried to you know it wasn't a miracle pass but I should have just looked after ball a bit more and I that kind of stayed with me and I then I'd Foden had scored a try on. Probably a missed tackle from me, you know, a couple of yards out, I didn't get a proper shot on them. You don't make an impact tackle there, they're going to get over. So I'm having, my head, I've, got, I've had two really bad moments. I haven't really done anything in the game. And, and I remember just thinking to myself at uh, into the second half, I've got to have two or three big moments that are going to make a difference to this game. Whatever about what I'm going to say at halftime, in my head, I was like, right, I'm, I need to, when, when, you know, it's time to deliver, you got to, read the situation and make the most of it and Johnny's first try i um, you know against the run of, against you know our pre-planned play I saw an opportunity to pick and, and jam through the guts and I made a break and offloaded to Jamie and we got in behind and as a result Johnny scored so there's one moment and then you know one or two other things that you've done well that you go okay now I'm, I really feel as though I'm part of the solution here rather than part of the problem in the first half
0: when you win on Ireland, you won a Grand Slam, you won Six Nations, it's amazing for your country. Is it a bit like the GA with the club and the county in that Leinster is your club, It's your, you're there every day with these lads and then you win your three Champions Cups and is it is it deeply fulfilling, like the celebrations, the the words of meaning, the arm around the shoulder, one o'clock in the morning with uh, somebody
1: and, and to say something, are there things? Deeply fulfilling, I think, is a really good phrase to use. It really is, because I, I genuinely did consider going to France. You know, the first time I went down there was just to try when and was drive that? a bit of a Dutch auction in 04 and then yeah. in 06 I went down privately okay. in Michael Checker's first year and I and I said I'm 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 gonna have a look. I said to check. I said I'm gonna go and let, go down and have a look. I said I've, we've got a year to see what you know what we're capable of doing. But we've had four coaches in four years. I was like I, I I don't know if I can if I can hang around for any more. I've got to try and feel as though there's a chance of success. And we got to the semi final of Europe, beaten badly by Munster in that semi final. But that was, you know, wasn't a brilliant Leinster team, let's be honest. And if we were able to get to a semi, well there was potential. So um so I, I signed on. And and for me, getting to win it, you know, three times with my home team, like the thought of going and winning it elsewhere would have been brilliant and I'm sure I would have enjoyed it, but to win with your own, with, you know, the supporter base. They're brothers. Yeah, with with people that you know intimately well from hanging out and spending time and coffees and holidaying and days off and like you spe- you live in each other's pockets and tr- bus travel, hotel rooms, you, you know each other so, so well. And, um, and so to then be able to Appreciate it with them having felt all the disappointments of the losses and the lows in that previous, you know, in the intervening year or the previous years. Um, it was so satisfactory, it really was. And to then not be a you know, a one off to do it three and four years, which I don't think anyone had done that, people had done back to back, but no one had done three and four. And, And Michael and Joe, the transition obviously was pretty seamless. Yeah, it was. And and it, it would, the timing was perfect, to be honest with you. Czechs had done five years. You know, I'd never bored of things that he had said, but I think it felt we right. needed new blood to, to bring this team forward. And the team he, inher- he inherited, what he was able to do in that early part was his, his perfect role. He did it with Australia then for the World Cup um, in 2015. Um, he brought us forward brilliantly well. And then you... Um, you look at um what Joe did and he came in and he just he fine-tuned a team that was very motivated had a very clear understanding of what they were trying to do and then he brought you know he was cutting edge at that time too of those power plays those launch plays three phase you know strike that you know strike runs that no teams had done previously and his thought around them was really brilliant and how to manipulate and and work defences and get them to do one thing and counter it with something else. It was very ahead of its time. Certainly in Europe it was. Um, so, yeah, he. I thought he brought us on brilliantly well.
0: Is those Lancer teams, are they comparable to this or has rugby changed too much to
1: compare? I th- it's very hard not to draw comparisons because, because it doesn't feel that long ago. Right. You know? But yet, it's hard to... To see how this is not the best Leinster team. But then I asked, I interviewed Johnny Sexton on Monday um, for BT and, uh, and I asked him, is this the best Leinster team? And he, he paused <laughs> and he said, um, well, you know, that Leinster team back in 2011, 12, you know, they won back to back. You've got to be a good team to win back to back. So I heard it from Johnny Sexton. That this is not the best current team <laughs> the <one back> then, <laughs> unless they went back to back but like even was it nineteen eighteen? they won and then 19 they lost yes, in the final like Harrison. that was a you know, I've got to remember that was a great team too you know you that was a good final, final was a great final so I don't know I just think this team across the board the strength and depth the you 60 know, players like phenomenal but like Guys, all of a sudden that you at the start of the season you're like, Oh, I don't know, is he capable of, you know, delivering? Being honest, guys like Ross Maloney, I, I he was in the academy when I was there. So I was like, Oh, you know, nice player. Just developed and brought on skills that are fantastically choked coached, but obviously he's worked super hard. Josh, another one, could name a number of these different guys. And then the strength and depth that's coming through where you've got you know, international props on the bench. You've got, um, you know, back rowers that will get into any other team. Um, and yeah, I, I, it looks like it's, for me, um, the best Leinster team. The most, I think the most enjoyable to watch. Right. I think it has been. I, I And it's hard to say that. I enjoyed being involved in the teams I was involved in the past. We played some great rugby, we did. But it does feel as though this Leinster team just has something extra how's Johnny changed in the 13 years since so much right? Like so much like unrecognisable you know and I'm talking to him on Monday compared to the you know fiery um, kind of balshy ten that he was initially um, and it took a while you know we would have had you know, fiery conversations him with everybody him and him and I but I, I look now and I see a real a real steely maturity um I think think his family situation has really helped with that but also it's 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 unusual for someone at 37 to not feel a disconnect from his 20 21 year old teammates. that usually is what retires people um is that you just have no commonality, no similarities and um it felt a bit like that for me that I just felt you're not thinking I could be these guys' father, but you're kind of going, I, I, where where are we in our world? You know, you're a father of a couple of kids. They've got, you know, they're just worried about what their next Snapchat looks like. <laughs> and you're kind of going, oh. Now it's TikTok. <laughs> exactly. And so you're like, oh. but, but yet... I think he really enjoys the environment. Okay. He's able to take the most out of and I think that's why he's playing well. I think he's got more poise in the last eighteen months and that's saying something. I genuinely think he's got more time, sees the picture better, pulls the you know, the trigger on the right play and his shot selection is better in those hundreds of a second, and he's re- he's a really, really unique player. He really is. He's a special, special player, and we should enjoy him for the next eighteen months or however long it's going to be, because they don't make them on the assembly line. No, they, they don't really don't. You know, as we've subsequently seen with you know other tens that have tried to come in and and you know, just, you know replace them and nudge him, but the fact. That Great and terrible that we're going into a World Cup with a twenty, with a thirty-seven-year-old, thirty-eight-year-old. It will be yes as our number one choice because it it speaks volumes, obviously, about how good he is, but also that we just haven't been able to develop someone to put enough pressure to to maybe you know go well. Go, we've got something just a little bit better and a bit more that that can maybe go the course a little bit more. And there will always be that nervousness around Johnny, you know, for a seven week period. But by God, he is, he's a really great player. The other part of the storyline, as you said earlier, is Raj.
0: Would you have seen it? Would you have seen Raj uh, transition from top player to top coach to
1: I think, the three I think finals? It's funny. I think it's worth mentioning as well with Raj is that when Raj was a really terrific player as well during that period of time, and the different player, someone that could control the game phenomenally well, tactically supreme, very much played the game suited to that period of time. Which those early two thousands is so different. Twenty quarterbacking was it, a- it was twenty years ago? Just an understanding the strength of his teams, particularly in Munster, but yeah. also with Ireland, as to when to play the percentages, but also when to to go for broke. So. Like, there's no shock to see someone like him evolve into the coach that he subsequently become. Okay, he, you know, out halves are are coaches in a way. They're they they're constantly talking and barking orders and telling people what they want, and so they see they're in they've they're the best seat in the house to see what the picture looks like from you know up front connect with the connectivity to the outside back. So, um, yeah, I, I guess he's he's just gone and done it the challenging way by going overseas by learning another language by going to New Zealand by getting accepted in New Zealand and then coming back and taking on a head coaching role he's been in three finals in 13 months with La Rochelle, which two of them Europe which is pretty amazing so um I hope that he's. He, it's it's a similar result to the two previous finals. Um, but you know, he, if he keeps developing what he's doing, he will be a fantastic coach um, that will be covered by many clubs and potentially you know some other countries. The game then, Brian. Is it the case that
0: Leinster just do what they did in the semi-final—the ruck speed, the accuracy, the movement, the relentlessness—is it more of the same? Is that is that the game plan?
1: Yeah, it, it is. I think there's so much variety to their game as right. well. Though I watched the game last back the semi-final back again during the week to understand last year where it all came um, undone for them. There's loads of factors, um, you know. The halfback pairing is Johnny Sexton, J- Jameson Gibson Park this time round and it was Ross Byrne and Luke McGrath. I thought that um targeted Luke McGrath and his pick pass and they shot you know as from the guard closest to the rook and tried to stop possession at source and they had some good success with it. They kicked poorly. And I think they kicked under pressure and they kicked because they were forced to kick don't I think like I talked about, the poise of Johnny there will be significant, and Jameson has obviously been phenomenal this year too, and um, just his variety and and what he offers, but also his speed of getting to getting to every rook um right after the ball carrier or the first cleaner and bang it's gone, and there's no time for defenses to set because the attack isn't even set sometimes he just goes and plays um so I think if you play with that speed and that tempo and intensity, um no defensive team in the world can organise that quickly and that's what they will be looking to do. We've made so much of the speed of the rook ball, you know, seventy percent of their rooks being under three seconds like that is that's mind blowing. And yeah, you know, for one of their tries against Toulouse is the James low first try, the last four rooks before he scored it were a second and a half each. Like You could have 20 defenders and uh, you couldn't defend that. So that's the reality of it. So that is everything in the game. Starts with being collision winners and they have to take on board again this whole, you know, can they match the physicality? Well, I think we know that they can. Toulouse are a huge side. Leicester pride themselves in being a physical team. I think with the speed at which they're bringing to their game, physicality is relevant, but it's... It's it's not it, you're not getting into an arm wrestle. It's if they're playing fast, it means that they're using footwork at the line, and then their accuracy at cleaning rook ball to then go again. Ultimately, just creates space for other people, and they've got lots of game break, uh, game winners.
0: Does that mean the scrum penalties are less important if they have issues
1: there? Uh, they are, they are. Scrum, scrum, still massively important, and and it'll be something that that Larishel no doubt will go to. Um, you know, if Ty Furlong, um, you know, whether he. Gets through a full eighty minutes, or um, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But uh, it, it it is something. If you are looking to try and target, Lencer, you see you can't. You look at the split of where their tries come from. You know, I think it's like fifty seven percent set piece, and you know forty three percent from broken field, which is a pretty nice split. So you can't just go. We'll stop you know ball at source, and you know it will completely negate them. So you you. But yet it is. A way to get into the minds and heads of that front five, in particular, um, so a seed of doubt. Um, you get the referee on your side. It's if, Wayne Barnes. If, now, if you can, if you can work certain, um, if you can work a couple of early penalties from scrum. Um, I, it, it just it does something different for the mentality of the pack less so the, the the backs but we understand it with our forwards that is such a pivotal part of their game that that physicality that confrontation and um and we've seen the importance of the scrum in, in important games, talked about Northampton game back in 2012, the World Cup in 2019, there's lots of other games like that where the scrum has had a huge bearing on um, scoreboards you know, going north for one team and, and territory and possession. So it will be definitely a focus of La Rochelle this week to make sure that um, they squeeze pressure.
0: The heat, the French
1: environment—is this a potential worry for Lanster in terms of their their game plan? Of course, it is. You're not playing in conditions that you're ordinarily used to. Um, if it is up in the high twenties, um, as it's you know touted to be, um, you know you'll have to be very aware of um, the you know the hydration that that goes into your pre-game, but during the game, um, making sure that you know. You're expending the energy in the best possible way, but you're recovering well and quickly. Back in 2010, we we're into the semi-final of Europe against Toulouse, uh, Toulouse, down in Toulouse, and we were old school with the black bags under our training <laughs> in the <gym>. the <laughs> heaters turned up full. It absolutely pissed out of the heavens. The last semifinal. <laughs> so it's always, the, it's always the way. So. You know, I don't think that's going to be. A, I think it's going to be different this time round. I think it is going to be genuinely hot. Um, so they just have to be mindful that at times they will be sucking diesel. At, you know, they really will be. There'll be. Um, arms on heads and, and, and hips but they need to just look across and Will Skel- Skelton's going to feel the heat as well and, right. and so will Wardy or Bougaree or Antonio you know carrying 25 stone around with you um, in 28 degree heat it ain't going to be easy for you no matter how used to it you are so it, it's same conditions for both teams but of course Irish boys will be less used to playing in those difficult um, conditions.
0: And that's therefore the importance of Dan and Michael Alaa, in uh, you know, the bench, looks stronger than last year. Leinster don't really have any injuries. Tiger Furlong, OK, knows there's a little bit of a doubt, but this is,
1: this is a fresh team. It is a fresh team. It is. You know, they obviously didn't have to travel down to South Africa. Yes. They've been able to pick and choose the games they've wanted to. They were able to rest everyone for the Munster game last weekend. So these are all factors that will, you know, should significantly help them. LaRochelle were lucky that they only had to play two frontliners uh against was it Stad last yeah, Stad, weekend. Yeah. Um so and they still got the results. So it's an unusual situation for them to find to be able to find themselves in resting um, you know, their their top players, but shows also shows the strength of their depths too. So um it'll um yeah, you know, th- Leinster are are best equipped to deliver a huge performance. They can't have any complaints other than the niggles you're going to carry at the end of the season. Everyone's going to have them, but that'll be both sides. Ohio West will need to kick better in terms of his consistency. Yeah, he kicked well in last year's semi final. You know, he didn't miss too many. And yes. he's, he can be a bit. He can blow a bit hot and cold. And um, yeah, again, what he did at the the semi final would would have frustrated him and them, you know, where they didn't put the necessary pressure into points. You got to do that in finals. You know, it's not always about kicking to the corner and looking for seven, sometimes three and six and nine are very important just to give yourself a, a little bit of leeway and, and, and have the scoreboard show for the pressure and, and possession that you've had. Um, and that's why finals are so important to start well. You know, it's, it's not everything to kick that first three points, but if you can be in the ascendancy... little drop goal. <laughs> why not? Why not? Never be afraid. Never you know. Never be afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone says that Johnny's last penalty against, um, against Leicester was, was you know, the difference. What about my drop goal that started <laughs> us off? Got, got that scoreboard rolling over. I've hit a few drop goals in my time, and that one was actually along you're proud uh, of that one there, there with the <laughs> sweetest but it didn't have much competition to be honest
0: <laughs> the Lance backs because you know we, obviously as a former centre you know you're going to be analysing back play and James Lowe has had an amazing run uh, Gary Ringrose Robbie Henshaw Lyon Hugo Keenan the consistency these will be the players
1: that will hopefully have the platform to win the game yeah, but it's not just, I think there's been such a focus with Leinster, with some of their younger guys too. And like, you have to make reference to the likes of Jimmy O'Brien coming in and how good he has been. Um, question marks as to who, you know, who Leinster's alternative winger is. Jordan Larmer obviously has been out, you know, through injury for a you know, big chunk of the season and showing great you know potential against Munster, but ultimately Jimmy is, um, is you know, has been outstanding for Leinster throughout the campaign and you have to feel it's inevitable that he'll get a cap down in New Zealand this this summer. So, it, you know, as much as you you do look to the big names that have been around long enough, the Henshaws, the Ringrose, the James Lowe's now, I think there's a big comfort and reliance on some of the smaller names that are beginning to emerge and i put ross maloney even though he's been there eight or nine years put him into that category that when maybe your big name internationals aren't the ones that give you the comfort that you're you're you know you you've a particular bar to hit i think that there's a major comfort across the 50 and the 23 that comes with that, where you know that your weakest link is certainly anything but. Leo
0: Cullen, Stuart Lancaster,
1: if you're going to look at a coaching model, it seems
0: to be the perfect one.
1: It does. I think, first and foremost, you need a little bit of ego with coaching, but whatever ego the two of them have, they really keep it at bay and they're happy to share the... um, Share the upside, share the um, the attention and the praise in relatively equal measure. Um, I think Stewart has come in and there was a chance taken on him. There was, um, you know, he'd come back, come off the back of a pretty disappointing World Cup with England two thousand fifteen, and his stock was low. And so the chance that he was given to go out and, and do what he loved doing, and that be a head coach, be you know, be an on field coach um has been revolutionary to to how Leinster have developed over that period of time. But but I met with Leo before Stuart came in and I you know, he'd had that troublesome season and I wanted to make sure that everything was cool between the two of us and maybe I had been overly harsh on him for that season for his inaugural year and in punditry terms. In punditry terms, yeah. And um, I guess you come from the high expectation of semi-finals and winning Europe and then all of a sudden you don't qualify out of your pool and it's, it's just very hard to continually defend. And maybe I should have defended a little bit longer because, like I said, he was in his first season but I tried to clear the air. But it was him that talked about the blueprint of what they've ultimately tried to achieve and talking about getting to the width. And it was very different from what Ireland were doing. They were very regimented, quite, robotic's not the right word, but quite um, regimented in what they were trying to do to manipulate the opposition, where I think Leo had a vision for way more heads up rugby, which had some subsequently come to pass. So as much as Stuart gets a huge amount of credit for the on-field vision and training and um, and kind of evolution, I think Leo has a huge, huge part to play in that. And they see the game similarly.
0: Just before we wrap it up, Brian, look, it's a great occasion to be in to Marseille, all these Leinster fans. Um, it, it, these are life memories. And you know, I'm sure you know a lot of people going down.
1: Yeah, it's, they're, 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 they're days to really relish and experiences to hold on to um you know, I'm sure none of those Leinster boys talk about Newcastle in 2019 because ultimately they came on the wrong side of the result but um, but they want to be they wanted to get that fifth star before Toulouse and they came second to them and they want to get back and, and be vying with Toulouse for that sixth star but you've got to win the fifth first um, this is a really really great Leinster team and over the course of the last four or five years, could there have been more than one trophy in them? I think, being honest, yes, is is the answer to that. And they need to win this one to um, rubber stamp, you know, side that, that we all think they have been this season and that can continue to be for a few seasons yet. Yeah, the age profile, other than the obvious Johnny Sexton, is really great for the future development of, of the game um, within the club. So... Exciting time to be a Leinster fan, but um, you know there'll be some nervous moments still against Larrishell. They won't; they're not going to roll over, irrespective of um, you know what the expectation is or what the spread might be. You're confident though that they're going to. Yeah, it. I am. I just, I, I just What's haven't the seen. Why Brian? I just don't haven't seen enough of um, of Shell this year to to really worry. Um, Leinster I think the errors that they made last year can can be easily fixed I think the accuracy at the Rook you know Boogery the, the hooker got two or three turnovers like pivotal times and they'll be playing back those clips um, they'll be looking at a real chop focus on some of their bigger ball carriers aldrich and, and Skelton you got to chop them at the knees stop them in their tracks the Antonio another one these guys just can't be allowed to build any momentum. I suppose the, the one nervousness is what they're capable of doing. If you do give away penalties, what they can do at Line Out Mall. Um, they, they were very good last year at it. Uh, Leinster conceded one against Toulouse, conceded one against Leicester. So it, it's, you know, you can't cover every base. So it, if there is one area that should be hopeful that, you know, that they can combat some difficulty it might be there but i i just feel as though there's too much firepower right across the board with leinster to to not win this one so I think it'll be less than the spread, but I, I think kind of seven or eight
0: maybe. Seven or eight, Brian. And if they do it, um, for the players, for the coaching staff and for the fans, the journey back from Marseille to Dublin will be fun.
1: And do it for themselves, yeah. You know? They do it for you do it for your for you first. You do it for the supporters, you do it for your family, but you do it for you too. Right. You know? It's um it's sacrifice and, and effort and effort the people Look on in finals and go, oh, Aren't they so lucky out there playing that? They have to run and vomit and not eat things that you and I can eat at nine o'clock at night and get into the sweet drawer and have a go at Maltesers or whatever. They're not doing any of that stuff. They are sacrificing an enormous amount to put their bodies in the, the shape that they are in to be able to deliver peak performance. Not the only ones doing it, but they're the ones doing it. And so this doesn't happen fortuitously that they get themselves in a position of winning finals. It happens because they've made all of the tough decisions to get themselves there. And they are absolutely deserving of it. Whoever lifts that trophy is deserving of it because it doesn't—they don't fluke their way to it. So, enjoy it for themselves and all the residuals that come with their family and the supporters and the coaching staff and everything. That's part of it. But first and foremost, it's for you. Well said, Brian. Um,
0: let's hope Leinster do it, and let's hope Real Madrid. From your perspective, Real well. <laughs> <À> la Madrid, <laughs> one Gareth Bale, <laughs> Pride of Driscoll. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. Cheers, John. Brian O'Driscoll. I'm off the ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.